Hello, I am Zipupanfas. Zipupanfas. You may have met me before. My name is Zipupanfas. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I'm an artist. I'm purple bond. I, I'm sorry, you're, you're purple bond? No, purple bond. Purple Oh, the purple phrase. No, that's not right. <laughs> That's not quite where I thought it would go. That's not good, my friend. Um, no. No. Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are joined by one of the greatest human beings to ever grace this earth. Science backs this up. Absolutely. You can go to time.com and find out more about this person. This is... Stormy Daniels' lawyer? Stormy <laughs> They're out of coffee. Yeah, I mean, he's out of coffee, so... Yeah, real real life fucking a, man. headline right there. Uh, no, really, this person has had extensive improv experience. They were with comedy sports for over 10 years. What? This person taught improv. This person has their own what? sketch group. What? He went down to Nashville recently and, and not only performed sketch, but also taught people how to be fucking funny. So I would like to proudly introduce Pat Dwyer. <laughs> Yay! I'm... Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm happy to know you were talking about me. <laughs> I was this could have gotten real awkward. Yeah, was, yeah. Did I hit all those points? Were those true? I mean, yeah. Those sure. are five truths and a lie. Which one was the lie? <laughs> you tell me. I never went to ten. I went. To ten. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Yeah. Yes. I just. I was waiting for you to be like. He. Went, this guy went down to Nashville, Tennessee, and had a nice tea. <laughs> just no, something very innocuous down there. That's not like that. Crossed the street. Yeah. Lies. Lies. I jump across. The <laughs> I stayed on one side and then I left that town. I hop across that street on one leg. So, Pat, welcome. Thank oh, you for guys, being thank here. Thank you with very us. much for having me. So nice to have you. Appreciate you it. Are a very funny human being, and I hope you live up to your, you know. Yeah, you set me up as a very intro? funny human being. Great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. He's done all these. He's got accolades upon accolades in comedy. Yes. Be funny. Go. <laughs> Pat. Uh, so, Pat, you uh, like tell us a joke. You know, since it's your funny guy, right? What? No. Yeah, tell us a joke. You know, you're a funny guy. You should no, tell that's us a not joke. how this works, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. You know? All yeah. right, cool. Yeah, no, I got you a joke. Okay, I got cool. You a joke. So, right. there's this. Um, I'm going to clear my throat just so I can do it correctly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there we go. Um, so there's this there's this guy, mm-hmm. and he's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase from a joke from a friend. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy, mm-hmm. and he's going he goes up a hill, and he's uh, almost to the very top of the hill. And when he gets to the top of the hill, he, he's on it. Oh, he's on a bike. Sorry, he's on his bike. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so he's on his bike, and he gets off the bike, and he gets to the top of the hill. And when he's at the top of the hill, he gets off the bike, and he goes, "Hey, uh, hold on, wait." So he does. He's, he is going. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, wait. So he, his name's Joe, for starters. <laughs> so he goes, he's going up a hill on his, on his bike. He's not walking. He's, out, he's on the bike. And he gets to the top and he gets off the bike. And he's like, hey, Joe. Nope, there's a guy. He says, hey, Joe. And that, because he was there, he's at the top. That I should have, that, okay, let's just start again. So there's now, there's a... Thank you so much for doing this. Because I was hoping you would This will never stop. I'll keep doing it. I know. That's why I'm like, I was like, this is a good stopping point. We'll do this here. I remember Doug telling me, as soon as you said, tell us a joke, in my head, I forgot. I honestly, I forgot it was you. 
And I was like, I was going to say, there's a, someone just told me about a guy recently who, when they asked him to tell him a joke, and then you went, I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is Pat. This is who Doug was talking about. Admittedly, I stole this from a buddy of mine named Nathan Jansen. Okay. Uh, and he, he did this to his family, from oh what my I understand, God. for just some extended family <laughs> gathering. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you're a comedian, tell me a joke. And then he went for 20 minutes, I think. <laughs> oh him never. I don't think the guy ever got down the other side of the hill. I think it was just always stopped. Yeah. Telling the story about. So that's that's a good life lesson for you guys. You can always use that at a family gathering. I love right. it. I hate, yeah. the, I hate when people <clears throat> do that where, oh, you're a kid. Or you do comedy. You're in stand-up. Or you do a pot. Tell me a story. Tell me a joke. Tell me a this. And, like, that is the perfect, the oh, yeah. perfect answer to that. All day long. It's, it's almost a, like, it's akin to the aristocrats joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, where it's, like, just in an inside, like, people in comedy are going to be losing their minds. For the people and everyone else. For yeah. people who aren't familiar, what is the aristocrats joke? The aristocrats joke is an old, 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 old vaudeville uh, joke. Uh, dates back years. And it's a comedian's joke. It's it's told amongst the comedy world. And it's uh, it, it starts off with <clears throat> this family. It's basically the joke is a vehicle in order to be as gross and as blue as you can possibly be and gross out other comedians. And so it starts off by saying, you know, so this family walks into a talent agent. They said, we have a brand new uh, a brand new act. You've never seen anything like this. And the talent agent goes, okay, lay it out for me. What do you got? And from that point, you just improv the most disgusting, terrible things, uh, bodily functions, anything you could possibly imagine. And then you wrap it up with a very terrible punchline. After you've talked about these vile things, you go, and that's the, that's our act. And the talent agent goes, well, what do you call it? You call it the aristocrats. And it's a, it's supposed to fall super flat. But by this point, any comedian will be in tears if you've done it well. Because they understand the Because bit. they understand the bit. And yeah. admittedly, during the vaudeville days, because of class wars, that aristocrat <laughs> bit, that hit the it hardest. Hit <laughs> Nowadays, you're like, what's a what? What's an aristocrat? The aristocats? Yeah, you, that's, yeah, it's like four cats live in Paris, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they're shitting in each other's mouths, <laughs> and it's disgusting. <laughs> it's good for those cats. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of everybody winning, guys, you know where you really win? Where's that? Elephant and Castle. Oh, oh. oh. I heard that mm. this is where the aristocrats, I almost said cats, the <laughs> aristocrats joke originated. Yeah, right was here. was here back in like the 1920s. Yeah, because the British people have a lot to say about aristocrats. Right. Well, there was the common folk drank here, and they were all sorts of about the aristocratic you know, Londoners. <laughs> Actually, the, from, the from what part. I understand from the history, if I correct me if I'm wrong, it was originally Elephant in Castle, which is yes. where the aristocrat joke came exactly. from. That's true. Yeah, it's exactly. 100%. Elephant and. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But the in was the old English way of saying and. It oh, more, oh, yeah. I was thinking more like because of the it's inside of the elephant. That's the all right. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm here all week. Yeah. Try the veal. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they have veal here, they but veal? Okay. they do have some great drink specials every day. They've got happy hour, which is awesome. Uh, a lot of great drink specials. And also, they have snack. Ooh, that was professional. Snacking <laughs> shares. Lord. That came out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Snacking shares where anything that's $11 or less. Guys, you get what you pay for in this podcast. Is half off. Uh, they also have some daily specials on Mondays. You've got one and done Mondays where they take a specialty craft beer, a keg of it. They tap it and they pour it until it's gone and glasses are only $3. Uh, it's tin up Tuesdays uh, where all tins are 25% off. And Justin, what's a tin? Tin is a three-letter word uh, containing an I, an N, and a T, not in that order. Very it's also good. a can of beer. There we go. It's all cans what? of beer, 25% off. <laughs> I'm learning all sorts of stuff. <laughs> 
I was hoping you'd be like, and in Scrabble, it's worth this amount of, mo- amount oh, of points. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> Man, I wish I had Scrabble knowledge off the cuff, off the cuff like that. Well, it, it really depends on where you lay it, too. Let's that's also I mean, true. really, yeah. I mean, that's not fair. Good one, uh, Doug. <laughs> you got Wine Down Wednesdays, where all bottles of wine are half off, and glasses of wine are $1 off. You've got Goose Out Thursdays, where all bottles and drafts of Goose Island are 25% off. And, of course, for you brunch motherfuckers, uh, you've got brunch on the weekends and also $5 Bloody Marys and $5 mimosas. So come on down to Elfin Castle, 185 North Wabash Avenue, and... Tell them Mind Gap sent you. Fucking have some good times for once. Right. Stop being such a stick in the mud. God. Um, <clears throat> do they have any specials on Sprite with grenadine in it? Yes. Cool. They will... They'll make it. Okay, great. Um, they'll make it special. See you guys in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he is all hopped up on I'll Shirley Temple. right back. Uh, they also have some pretty good food here. Pat, what did you sample from Oh, here? yeah. Tell us. Uh, I had uh, uh, pretzel bites. Can you give us a comprehensive review? Yeah, it's pretzels, and you bite them. <laughs> you and then there's cheese also. <laughs> Only here at Elvin Castle. Yeah, I can't get that anywhere. And, and the cheese came in like a little che- cast iron skillet. It did. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's really it's, awesome. It's like there's a little uh, Disney's Rapunzel upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> was there any was there any texture to the cheese? Like any like peppers or anything in there? Any kick I, to there's it? There's bacon in there. I there's think. Bacon, nice, um, I, nice. I was. Uh, I'll admit, I'm pretty fat and I was pretty hungry. <laughs> so you get what you get, guys. I can't review it. I tasted half of it. <laughs> I inhaled the rest. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Well, Pat, thank you for being here. Um, we wanted you to bring you in today to talk about some really important, hard-hitting news. I mean, there's a lot of like really, really depressing, weird shit happening right now, and we wanted to, to unpack something that I, th- I feel like is really affecting most people yes. in, right now, and especially in America. And you might say it affects muggles the most. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. You might say that. I mean, you, you might, might say that. yeah. Oh. What What do... What are we going to talk about? <laughs> so uh, I, I looked up. I know you're a very big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I hold my own. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know. I read a book a couple times. That's good. And I know that uh, you love it so much that you've, uh, you're have you in the house uh, that's in, like, the Brazilian school, right? Where you can, you know, uh, get sorted into the Brazilian school. Yeah, yeah. I'm magic. in uh, I'm, uh, La, La Cucarachas. I don't know if that's <laughs> Spanish. That doesn't. That's not. That's not. I don't know what I'm in Portuguese La would be. Cucarachas. You're in the uh, house of the cockroach. All right. Yeah. Is that like the Slytherin? What, I look like a regular old J.K. Rowling? I don't know how this works. I thought that was cool when she released, like, you know, all the extra stuff. And she's like, actually, here's where all these other wizarding schools are and all these different countries and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Is that one of them was in Brazil? There's one in Brazil. Did she release it on, like, the Pottermore website? Mm -hmm. Or, okay. Yeah, that that school is really known for their herbology. Because within the jungle and stuff like that, they were really good with, like, potions. There was one in, like, Japan. Uh, There was one in Africa. Um... There was they, they, she she gave all the details and like all these different places where they existed, which was pretty cool. That is actually pretty cool. I guess I would have been sorted into the house of uh, big leaves <laughs> because it's a jungle. <laughs> they got big leaves in the jungle. Did you? Yeah, no, everything's great, guys. Uh, minor earthquake over here, but we're Did you doing fall well. Down? <laughs> no. Doug okay. literally almost fell off of his chair, no, taking I, the table with I him. I almost just like I leaned on the table and it came backwards. So it's not what I saw. <laughs> sounds like my problem. Anyway. So anyway, in honor of uh, Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, yes. coming out November 16th, 2018. That's exactly why we're doing this. Yes. Uh, we found some uh, Harry Potter uh, conspiracy theories, or also fan theories, depending on how you want to look at them. <clears throat> right. And I thought it'd be fun to sort of like 
get these out and fire them out and take a look at them and see whether or not they're dumb or not. And you went down a right. weird rabbit hole on Reddit. I did. To find these. That and sounds you, like the you said description you not, of Reddit. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. That is, yeah. So you went to Reddit to find these. Well, I, I, some of these I just found like just by Google searching. I, I right. was on Reddit for a little bit, and I was like, I'm over this. This is kind of a little... Well, I'm not Someone I'm not finally it. explained how to use Reddit to me, yeah. and it's actually not that bad now that I kind of have a vague grasp on how to use it. I still Prior really to that, it. it just made zero sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not really a huge fan of it, but I don't know. I kind of like the idea of it's a great place for people to be horrible human beings. It's the front page um, of the internet. Yeah, I guess so, to some degree. That's what I've heard. Yeah. From so, them. <laughs> from them. Yeah, they Reddit, say so, Reddit so says that. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's kick this off. This is this is one that I thought was interesting. The, the first conspiracy theory or fan theory is that Ron Weasley is actually a time-traveling Dumbledore. False. All right. We've cracked that case wide open. Yeah, that sounds um, stupid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there, so, and there, there's people like really... I was reading through some of these when you sent me the link, and there, there's some... Like, people really, like fully believe that they are right on this. And some of the descriptions on these fan theories are are batshit insane. Yeah. Like they make zero sense. This one probably made one of the least amounts of sense. Give it's us a, give go ahead. It's a long journey to get to that idea. I mean, I know we've seen time turners in the movies and the books. <clears throat> Sorry. It's okay. I uh, I see. I mean, you know, there's there's evidence there that that could exist. I mean, Reddit is a a wealth of crazy. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, even like going down the Star Wars, oh, the d- newest, uh, well, uh, the Last Jedi. No, what's yeah, the new one? The Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, like that is a wealth of crazy. Oh, yeah. Like those guys are really, really passionate about their feelings. Oh yeah, yeah. so much so that they ran that uh, actress off the uh, off yeah, of Instagram because they're a bunch of fucking butthurt dumbasses who can't distinguish between real life and fiction. Well, admittedly, it's like when people loved the matrix mm-hmm. and then the other two matrix movies came out mm-hmm. there I, I i hate to say it i was always that guy that was like you didn't know what it was supposed to be yeah well how are you angry at this you didn't know what it's supposed to be we don't know what it's supposed to be yeah. right yeah there's 15 guys writing two scripts but nevertheless <laughs> like we don't know where it's going we don't know what the story is yet it's, right it's a you're in the middle of the book shut up right well and i think that's yeah that's the biggest thing is that it's it's very easy for people to to get butthurt and criticize when they have their own idea of what something is going to be and what something is, you know, what the end game is for that. But, you know, if you're not the one writing it or making it or producing it, then you all your all your theories mean nothing like because yeah. it's not your story. That's a big beef I have with all that stuff now. It's like people will get the fandom for these different properties. Like people will just sit there and stew over it forever and ever and ever. And then nowadays it's so bad. People will just be like, they, they think they figured it out and people dive way too deep into this stuff. And then when their fan theory doesn't come true, they get mad. Right. Because they're like, well, I was expecting this. I'm like, well, it didn't fucking happen. So get over it. And what's even worse is like this whole thing that happened with this uh, actor in, you know, last Jedi. It's like, People are like, I don't like your character, you fucking bitch. And like, they were harassing her as a human being. Like, your character sucked. Which which character was this? Uh, that was the uh, love interest for um, Finn, uh, the Asian. Oh, she, they ran her off of Insta. I loved her character. She basically quit Instagram because she was getting harassed. Well, that's some like, bullshit. She didn't basically, she did quit Instagram. Yeah, she that did. That is horseshit. They were all yeah. I truly, honestly loved that character. Like, and I don't understand why people. Well, it's were- like people who find the guy who plays Joffrey. Like, he's quit acting. And people see him to like fuck you. He's That's like, again, you yeah. guys realize that he was playing a character. Wait, Joffrey right. from the Fresh Prince. Yes. Yep. They're like what? fuck you. You're right. always dancing and making fun of people. Master Will. <laughs> You're thinking of Carlton. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Joffrey the Butler. 
Oh, that's his name, though. Jeffrey is his name. Jeffrey. Joffrey is, is the king from the Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've probably seen that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So anyway. This, I, I'm sorry. Can I, I just, I need to go back. Yeah, just please. Every time you guys say butt hurt, it makes me giggle. <laughs> Not because of like physically, like, oh, they fell on their butts. It, it's like I'm thinking about somebody being like, man, are you upset? I know. I'm just, but hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea of somebody being just like so overwhelmed. It sounds like, like, but, but hurt. hurt. Yeah. It <laughs> but, sounds like um, a kid that's trying to describe, you know, that they're, Somehow their, their butt hurts, and they're like, mm, "My butt hurt," you know. Like, <laughs> my daughter's just recently, for some reason, started saying "butt" like a lot. She'd be like, "Does she think it's funny?" No, she's just like, "I she's mean, it's des- funny though." She's describing it. And we try to use the word "bottom," but honestly, I don't fucking care. Call it a butt; it's a butt, right? Um, but at one point, she call goes, it a dupa. She goes, "Dad, dad, my my butt hurt." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry." She goes, "Kiss my butt," like to make oh, it feel better. She goes, "Kiss <clears> my butt." I just I turned my head and just laughed. I don't want to laugh in her face. I just remember, I go, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like, Kiss my butt, dad, dad. And I was like, God damn it. That's fucking funny. Like, <laughs> it's funny. Amazing. And it's good that that story ended that way. Yeah, right? <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> I'll take, take care of my baby. <laughs> not in like a gross way, just like a dad way. Fine, come here. <sighs> Get over here. I'll pause my TV. <laughs> Siri, Pause. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I imagine that's the dad that tells Siri to pause the movie. They're spinning the wheel. I don't know what prize they're going to win. Get over here. I'll kiss your butt. <laughs> Hurry up. Let's make this quick. I got some, I got some Wheel of Fortune to watch. <laughs> oh, miss a turd, you dummy. <laughs> guess E. Buy a vowel, dumb shit. Why? <laughs> it's only sometimes a vowel. Why? So Ron Weasley so, <laughs> is yeah, apparently a uh, time-traveling Dumbledore. So the way this goes is that uh, it starts with the, the scene in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Sorcerer's Stone, depending on what part of the world you're in. And depending on if you're in Elephant and Castle or not. Very true. In which Ron plays both a knight and the king. The end. What do you think? Bum, bum, bum. I'm just kidding. There's more to that, but that's one of the, <laughs> one of the parts. I, I almost feel like, so Dumbledore's like smart and stuff and... He's not <laughs> necessarily. I mean, if you were to time travel, gonna, would his conscience, like, would, Dumb- would Dumbledore's wisdom, like, time travel back? Well, I like, think, I mean, he's not going to, sh- you know, let's talk about time travel for a second. Oh, please. You're not gonna You're not going to degenerate to a child. So it's not like he, he would have had to polyjuice potion or something, which means that conceivably, uh, Ron Weasley is in, in a hole somewhere. <laughs> And he's pulling hairs from him and keep making juice for eight years. <laughs> so that really, poor, he's like that girl in the woods from Nell. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So okay, That's I think we're starting our own sub fan theory here. Yeah. Is that so? Dumbledore traveled back in time in order to affect the timeline. He traveled back in time, kidnapped and imprisoned Ron Weasley, made a polyjuice potion, and is now impersonating Ron Weasley. But that's that's such a good point because like when they say he's time traveling, it's like I, I don't understand. Like he can't be a young Dumbledore. Like he's not reversing. Like no. he can't travel back 
in time and inhabit his younger self while his older self is there? Like, no. That's, it's a very confusing I, I don't want to cheapen this any further, guys, but, you know. Please, cheapen. We're talking about a world where there's werewolves and stuff. <laughs> like, ah, oh, time theory's going to stand. <laughs> like, if yeah, he's a kid. There's you know, a lot of holes in this. Yeah, so I, I mean, don't know about it. But it's also something with the Polyjuice Potion, which we've seen before, is that um, – you you can't fake someone. Else. You don't take on someone's also vocal patterns. Yeah, like yeah. which is interesting yeah. when you think of Mad Eye Moody, like when Barty Crouch Jr. plays Mad Eye Moody, because yeah. in that he is like nails. Like he's like the best. He might be an impressionist ever. Well, he was also Doctor Who, so. <laughs> so there you go. There's I'm sure I mean, there's a fan so theory there. and Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They should have just gotten Dana Carvey to play that role. He could have impersonated Dana Carvey? <laughs> Master. Oh, yeah, Dana Carvey. <laughs> I was like thinking of a British guy named Dana Carvey that I didn't know about. <laughs> Hi, I'm British Dana, Car- I'm British Dana Carvey. <laughs> That's my impression of American Dana Carvey. <laughs> I love it. So this this basically this theory posits that the symbolic roles that Ron and, and Dumbledore respectively play in the greater wizarding war to come, basically with the knight and the king, which I think is a, a really loose Because Ron swings the sword. Which is funny because in the movie, yes, but in the books, that's not the case. Neville swings Neville the sword. Neville swings the sword. Actually, Ron never swings the sword. No, does. you're right. It is Neville. I'm sorry. So uh, it says, here we go. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you call me out on that, Pat? Because I haven't read the books since I was like younger. <laughs> fair. That's uh, like fair. younger. <laughs> that checks out. So it also relies on fine. superficial similarities like Ron and Dumbledore. Dumb, Dumbledore. Dumbledore's <laughs> red hair. Did Dumbledore ever have red hair? I don't. And nothing I, that I've seen. Does, I don't is, recall. Is it, no. Even when he was younger. I mean, I mean, Jude Law has brown hair. Yeah. Yeah. If we're basing it off that. Long nose. There we go. Oh, and, well, that does it. And fondness for sweets. I'm like, well, there you go. Well, there's only one guy we know who has fondness for sweets. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they say, you know, people speculate how Dumbledore became so prescient and wise by living two lives and traveling through time to witness certain events twice, of course, and determine that Dumbledore's ideal Christmas gift of warm socks stems from his youth as Ron. I got to be honest with you, Doug. This is making me angry. <laughs> This is so I'm so not gonna lie out there. so yeah. angry. It's we brought you we brought the right person to this episode. It's not making me angry cuz <laughs> I'm just like a people sitting around doing this stuff at home right. like you know what I'm off work. <sighs> I had this really cool theory in the shower today about Ron Weasley. <laughs> I think I write it down like I'm an important person. <laughs> a that bothers me. <laughs> B stop it. <laughs> just stop it. Both valid points. Ugh. Yeah. Well, also what about the fact that, you know, okay. you know uh, He's not done, Pat. He loves Dumbledore's ideal Christmas gift is warm socks. He stems from his youth. And also in gratitude for his mother's hand-knitted sweaters. I mean, I did an airtight argument, man. I hate this person. And then yeah. in, in the another, well, in another one, you might have this in your notes here, but uh, it says that in the Order of the Phoenix, Draco composes a song. Weasley is our king. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they say, if that isn't foreshadowing, I don't know what is. He because he game. says Weasley he is our game? king. Yeah, but in the books or something, isn't they say that because he won like a Quidditch match or something? They, they were basically yeah. using it in jest. Because they, <clears> yeah, right. they thought he was a bad keeper. Oh, well, if they say king, it must be real. Right, right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. That no, seems like a real big stretch. Well, Drake, so he goes, all right, sorry, hold on one second. Uh, he also has heard singing loudly during the game by Harry and uh, Drake later quotes... Uh, and Draco later quotes it in italics, born in a bin. Mm. 
where Draco likes to make fun of Ron's poverty, the phrase has a double meaning because bin is also a prefix, meaning double or two. Think binary. Was Ron born twice, leading a double life? Is Draco trying to tell us something important? Guys. Why would Draco know that? Here's the, here's the better question. Is this person who wrote this still walking around? And if so, can we lock them up? Because they are a danger to society. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there. There's a lot I there. Feel, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this I, person. No, I'm not a fan of this person. It's starting to... When I say it's bothering me, I'm getting quieter and quieter because I'm like envisioning what this person looks like and is what like. What do they look like? Oh, yeah, paint, a, paint me a picture. No, I don't know about look like. Look like's not fair. But it acts like, you know, like... Um, uh, I, I, uh, let's put it in the. Uh, you're gonna swipe right or left? <laughs> left, right? Swipe left. Swipe left. Which is, one do you not like? Swipe right is good. Swipe swipe left is bad. Yeah, I'll swipe right and then change my mind. And swipe left. You <laughs> like, can't change. Oh, your that's mind. a fun. Yeah, I'm going to though. This you is my. Yes. No, this is Schminder. It's a different. <laughs> Got it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> nice I had a really good idea for an app called uh, um, Bartender, and, and it was just for bartenders to hook up. Why do we have to get At so specific? At 3 a.m. At 3 a.m. Like when you're getting up, like, do you want to fuck other bartenders? Come on, bartender. But why waste your time with that when you have impressionable servers to deal with? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Elephant and Castle. Try the pretzel bites. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm never coming back. I'll see you guys later. Really want to piss off your general manager? Go hit on the host or hostess. But if you're too, if you, I don't know, if you have standards, check out Bartender. I don't know. Bartender dot swipe. I don't know. <laughs> Bartender dot gov. Yeah. <laughs> well, they open the internet now so you can do dot whatever at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just a wealth of fun. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You can do dot whatever. You can dot, make it dot up. SWP. Mm-hmm. Dot swipe. Yeah. That's it. Like the uh, that song with Michael Jackson, right? Yep. SWP. Mm-hmm. That's, it was a. I don't. I can't remember the song right now that I'm talking about. So we'll I'm into it. On. We'll wait. We'll wait in silence yeah, while you on, think of it. I'm yeah. gonna. Um, um, it's like uh, the thing. Sing about the world. You guys. Too soon. No. Okay. Listen. It's them. It, he. Michael Jackson's not like the main person on it. We are the world. But he sings. No, it's not that one. Uh, <laughs> but he like. He'll. They. The three women. I think it's S S W P. Salt and pepper. No, it's not salt and pepper. T L C. No, it's not. That's Destiny's also, Child. No, this is earlier. This In is Vogue. like 80s. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. It's got to be Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I don't think there's three ladies Did, in Fleetwood Mac, is there? No, there's two. So, come on. At, don't at waste points. my time. Uh, <laughs> Glorious one of, But one of the guys' names is Lindsay. It's like a Michael Jackson. I hope if you if you guys... What's your email address for this podcast? <laughs> somebody needs to write this in and tell us what this is because I... If somebody out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's, a, it's a song of females mm-hmm. and Michael Jackson sings one of his songs over it in the chorus. All right, guys, From you the, are tasked is now. Is this a Janet Jackson song? No. I'm not crazy. I just can't remember things good. <laughs> is it All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey? Oh, yeah, that was it the whole time. <laughs> that was it the whole time. Never mind. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Challenge it. taken back. <laughs> yeah, all right, well. I'm pulling this one back, emails. guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> so another one of them that I thought was interesting, I think the, one, the only one on this list that I thought held any amount of weight uh, was all was not well with Harry, aka Harry hallucinated everything. Oh, that's an interesting one. That one I could I could definitely see that one potentially. Is this like a Jacob's Ladder scenario? It's is not a Jacob's Ladder. It actually is exactly <laughs> Jacob's Ladder scenario. Uh, he you know he's kept under the stairs. 
He's uh, tortured by his uh, his aunt and uncle. He's not given food. He's you know deprived of love and attention and this and that. So he decides to make up this world where he has power and he's someone important. He's and basically Drew, loves him. Drew Dole. He's essentially Drew. Are you listening to this? <laughs> None of this is real. Um, but yeah, I think I, that one. I could actually see that one maybe making sense. Yeah, I mean, it would make uh, me sad that. Because some the of the entire thing was just <laughs> was that lazy, but some of the stuff is fun when you come up with ideas like that. I'm like, oh, that's that's an interesting one. You yeah, know, the ones that just don't make any goddamn sense, like like Ron know. Weasley's a goddamn time traveling Dumbledore. No, Ugh. you mean Rondeldore? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for feeling my passion. <laughs> Getting angry now. No, that's definitely not a bad one. I, I like the idea. I always kind of enjoy a little bit of those the the Jacob's Ladder scenario where you're like, oh, well, maybe they, you know, I kind of have a theory that Moana, uh, you know, is kind of a Jacob's Ladder scenario. I don't know if you've seen. Did that. she die in the very beginning? She takes the canoe out and she kind of gets like it it, it racks and everything, and she gets pulled underwater and she yeah. gets her foot trapped in the coral. And as she comes up fresh, a wave hits her, and the next thing you know, she's on the on the beach. I just I'm like. What if she drowned? And as she's drowning, she's thinking that she's trying to save the sea, you know, put the heart back, you right. know. And so you like just that. think she's there's just this like lifeless corpse just kind of floating in mm-hmm. the water, yeah. and then this like beautiful Disney movie happens around mm-hmm. it. Well, we like also that. have to. I mean, I'm sorry. Let's get into Moana for a second, you guys. Yes, <laughs> it's important to me. Pivoting uh, the at the beginning of that movie though, they show the the ocean moving for her when she's a baby. Yeah. So that would conceivably she's died twice. <laughs> Agreed. Also, because like you know, she was a baby, so what did she really see? You know, like well, I mean, yeah, that's fair. You know, to say, but that her like, grandma saw too, right? Or her grandma's crazy. Oh, she is oh, yeah, demented. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, I have a I have a better theory to that film too, which is more of the the sort of uh, R rated version of that movie, Uh-oh. which is that Moana. You know, the whole thing about them is she's like, oh, why would we ever want to leave paradise? And she finds out that her ancestors. Or actually voyagers, but I think it'd be even better if she finds out that her ancestors were pillagers. And the reason they traveled from island to island was to basically destroy what was there and loot and murder. And I would love that as she's, because that's the thing is she brings her, her people back to their culture. I would love for the movie to end with them getting on their boats and then we see a different island of people playing on the beach, and then we see some <laughs> boats approaching, and you start hearing battle drums, right. and then you, you see her like, Pull this war mask over her face, and then like and a like clouds roll in, and she like pulls pulls up a club, and she like points towards the right. <laughs> the island. You just hear people screaming in the distance, and it cuts to black, and it says Moana. Well, I mean, if there's no there's no reference of that beforehand, and the, the kid turns to the mom, mom, what happened? Mom's like, I don't, I don't know. Here's the thing: don't we know. don't know that that didn't happen because all we saw was them riding out on the boats. So we don't know. The thing I love is my when my brother came to visit, he watched that for the first time, and that's immediately what he thought of. He goes, "Oh, so these people were basically Vikings. Like they're old. They would go from island to island, basically just ravaging and right. pillaging and doing whatever they want." I go, "That was my theory. That that's what the people were because they didn't just go, hey, we're going to colonize.' No, they're destroying whatever's there and then making it their own." <laughs> Well, to that end, I'm kind of upset that it didn't end with that uh, that that beat drum beat from Lost. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> or then, I would have like, loved like a, a Hans Zimmer sort of track, just heavy heavy drums, just like cut to black, and then boom boom boom, Moana comes up on the screen. But then the the Moana the text has to like just turn red and then start dripping with blood. I would love it if it was water, but then all of a sudden it got clouded with blood as like blood filled the water. Guys, I'm digging this movie. I like I it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I am Moana. I am Moana. <laughs> There's like a <laughs> death metal, metal version, version yeah. that plays in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Guar did the soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, good for them. Uh, so I do like that theory, the theory that it's a J- Jacob's Ladder scenario. This one's also interesting. Uh, Neville wasn't bad at magic. He was just using the wrong wand. Which I thought was interesting because they, they posit that early on Neville's a fuck up. He's an idiot. Yeah. Right. He doesn't know what he's doing. But this is, I mean, they say that because um, he had very powerful magical parents. Uh, but at some point they considered him almost a squib. Which Not powerful it, enough to stay alive. Am I right? Uh, burn, <laughs> long bottoms. <laughs> Jumps. Um, well, wait, it did does he get? I don't remember. Does he get progressively better at magic yeah. in any capacity as yes. he gets older? He's a so, herbologist. Like he gets really good at doing plants and potions and things like that. But so, but it, it, does that involve? To my understanding, neither of those technically involve a wand. As far as is I right? know, no, that's okay. correct. Yeah. So but, I mean. To, to add to that, to like okay. how he got progressively better, he mastered the difficult shield charms, uh, second only to the brightest witch of her age, which is Hermione, and held his own during multiple duels with Death Eaters. So some of this is just like natural process and maturation, but some people are saying that there's a real problem, like why he was so bad, because uh, in the original text and the film adaptations, um, they said basically with the wands, if like when you go to Ollivander's shop, like the wand chooses you. Right. And right. there's like a symbiotic relationship. Like you have to use this wand. The wand chooses Symbiotic. Whatever. Uh, as, sim- so, as, as Venom's, as Sony's Venom says it. Symbiotic? <laughs> sim- symbiotic. <laughs> Symbiote. Um, so it basically chooses the, the master. And we see that in the film where people aren't as effective with wands that aren't their own. Right. Now this is saying that um, basically when... Uh, Neville's parents, specifically if his father, basically got tortured into madness. Um, out of love, he took his father's wand and decided he wanted to use his father's wand. And because of that, he wasn't as effective at magic because it wasn't his wand. The wand didn't serve Interesting. him. Ultimately, the wand does get destroyed. And then he, the, the, the theory is that Neville goes to the shop and actually gets a wand that's suited for him. And he starts doing impressively better. Because he runs Dumbledore's army when Harry leaves. Like, he starts doing pretty impressive magic as time goes on. So I feel like Ollivander has positioned himself in a very good way. Because he basically has said, unless you come to my shop, you're not going to ever reach your peak magical ability. Like, you have to come to my shop and let my wand choose you. Yeah. Which also sounds like a very pedophile, pedophile I mean, thing to say. He's good at wands. He's real good right. at branding. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> really what, he is a marketing like. major. Yeah, like, he knows that's what's really, up. yeah. Well, no, that we don't see any other wand like makers or wand people in that universe. Well, it's because he ran them all out of business. Well, what I'm saying too is like he's an old dude. I mean, so much so that Voldemort kidnaps him to give him information about you know Harry's the, wand, the the whatever the wand is, the special wand. Yeah, yeah. special and wand. So I'm like, if Elder, Elder Wand. Elder Wand, thank you. I so just if, proved my worth on this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was it. So if Ollivander were to die, who would take over for that? Oh, uh, uh, Smaller Vander. <laughs> his son. He's slightly... Hello, I'm Smaller Vander. Yeah, he's, not, he's got a deep voice, right, but he's yeah. really short. <laughs> I'm really into chemical engineering, so we'll see how this works. Get out of here, you! <laughs> I didn't want my dad's shop, but I had to take it. <laughs> Worth a lot of money. Worth a lot of money. <laughs> we'll take it. What's I gonna do with all these wands? <laughs> I've got to move the inventory. Just give them away. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Oh, I'll sell these things. 
make a quick quid. <laughs> or galleon, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They are galleons in that. Uh, We're doing a two for one set. I've got two hands. You need two bonds. Uh, but I thought that was a pretty cool theory, actually. Like uh, to. Well, there's another theory that Neville is the actual chosen one. Yeah, because yeah. he and uh, Harry, I almost said Cherry, he and Harry actually share the same birthday. Right. And that both their parents were uh, essentially met, uh, based on the, the vague prophecy that Neville fits that as well. Absolutely, and yeah. And that Harry actually wasn't the, the chosen one. I would say that out of the two of them, Neville aged way better. He's an attractive older man. I find Daniel oh. Radcliffe to be also be very attractive. Yeah, but I mean, Neville's ripped. Yeah, it's because yeah. he does uh, cricket. Ah, yes, and Pilates. Yes. Uh, I hate to say it. I I think Hermione's pretty cute. <laughs> I'm just going to... Come on, dude. Other side. I mean, they're both fine, but I think she's... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. This guy. This I mean, Hermione. they all grew up. They all grew up. We all got to watch it. It was fun for right. all of us. <laughs> we grew up with them in some ways. <laughs> Speaking of love, this is a fun one, too. Uh, Harry's love for Ginny is a drug-induced illusion. There's a lot of like not not owning who they are and what they are in these fan theories. Like Ron's not a real person; he's Dumbledore. <laughs> right? Uh, they, he hallucinated the whole thing. Uh, uh, you can't have real love; you've got to drug induce yourself. Right. And like, he was roofied. Yeah, I mean, or you could just say like, "Hey, it's Magic World." <laughs> And it's okay, you guys. This, hey, welcome, we, welcome to Magic World. I feel People like believe everyone, in weirder shit. I feel, I feel like everyone who wrote these fan theories is they're akin to... I completely lost the analogy I was just about to make as I was... This is wow. happening. There's a... It's wow. like three like, girls and Michael Jackson, okay? So... <laughs> That's everybody's losing it because it's there's three girls in Michael Jackson. That's where your brain is. You're trying to figure out where, what that, who that band is. Was it Diana Ross and the Supremes? I think it's SWV. <laughs> Nothing. You know we could probably just Google it, uh, but that's way less fun. Law and Order SUV. I'm gonna have to SVU. find. I'm gonna have to find my phone or an owl. <laughs> Send an owl to Michael Jackson. SUV. What? Oh, it is so far gone <laughs> the point I was trying to make. I don't even remember remotely what we were talking about. I mean, it's pretty good. You take off your sunglasses and throw them. <laughs> dong, dong. <laughs> yeah. That's CSI. Yeah. Miami. Right. Oh, I don't watch TV, you guys. I don't believe in it. TV's for chumps. I don't believe it. I read a book. I read a Harry Potter book. I only believe in the newspapers and <laughs> The Economist. It's, uh, it's very nice. <laughs> I like it very much. I only read papers oh. that are printed on pink paper. <laughs> it's Financial Times, you guys. So Justin, I think you were talking about the people that write these theories are butthurt. But they're butthurt. I'm butthurt. Yeah, man, I don't know. I lost it. I mean, I, I know I, there was a point there, but it's fucking far removed now. Nice. Yeah. So I think a lot of this theory about Harry's love for Ginny's drug-induced illusion is the idea that a lot of people wanted Harry and Hermione to be together. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So there's, what they're positing here is that basically uh, Ginny uh, must have dis- administered a love potion to Harry in order to influence his infatuation with her. <laughs> they're skept- so she did some dark magic then. They're skeptical uh-huh. of the accelerated courtship between Harry and Ginny, uh, who have been acquainted since Harry first encountered the Weasleys whenever... Uh, when Jenny was childishly starstruck and Harry was youthfully indifferent. 
An interview romance should have bloomed sooner between the two, given Harry's frequent presence at the borough and all their subsequent interactions at school. And the only explanation for its sudden onset during the events of Half-Blood Prince was an unnatural one love potion. I strongly disagree with that. Yeah, no, this that romance, quote-unquote, starts real early. It does. Like, it's the yeah. second book. She's, she, she likes him. She stands up for him, like, yeah. hard. yeah. That's not no that. I know that. What's the name? What's the name of that Reddit user? Everybody needs to get on there and yell that person. <laughs> Don't say it. You're That's not dumb. Fair, but boo. If, I yeah. mean, do do the legwork. If you want to make him, you know, like listeners, go find this Reddit user. Well, yeah, that's and fair. then you know, just just uh, eviscerate uh, him. Doug at Doug dot Doug. <laughs> Doug dot Doug. Yeah. yeah, you know the government says you can do you Doug dot anything. Whatever right. you want. Dot that's anything. Fine. Uh, but I mean, they do mention that there are you know people who have used and used these uh, potions to you know bewitch people. Um, Marope Gaunt drugged handsome Muggle Tom Riddle to make him fall in love with her, thereby setting the course for Lord Voldemort's loveless birth and orphan childhood. Romilda Vane tries to get her hands on the Chosen One with a sneakily dosed box of chocolates, but actually ensnares Ron instead. So yada yada yada. But I I don't know. I, I think that's a that's a that's a deep cut. Well, it's like we're going to use the worst examples of people to go after the best characters in people. Right. It's like, you know, uh, uh, Charles Manson, he... He does this thing that's exactly like Nelson Mandela. It's like, well, that don't, that's not fair. <laughs> don't, that's not cool. You, do you know what I'm saying, though? No, like, I, it, like there was a fan theory we covered uh, many episodes ago that was essentially like with Forrest Gump. Yeah. Was that uh, uh, Jenny uh, didn't actually, that, like that's not Forrest's son. That she lied so that he would come home and like give her money. Got it. Like, so the idea was like, Jesus Christ, like, you're going to make this good guy, you know, like, yeah. suffer because this woman's like, yeah, it's right. her baby, and it's not really his baby. Right, right. <laughs> like, what a horrible theory. Well, it's, I mean, is it horrible or is it real? <laughs> oh, God. It, yeah. <laughs> might not be a theory. It might Lieutenant just be real. Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, why? Um, so apparently, uh, Rowling put the matter to rest in 2014 when she confirmed that Harry did love Jenny. So there you go. There she you go. said it, so it's got to be true. Calm down. Right. Calm you down. Get, if you got to get the the writer to come in and right. justify things that adults are saying. Right. Like, well, I think, dang. yeah, I still can't remember what the fuck point I was going to make, but it was something to your point where you're like, these. this is a magical world. This is a yeah. world where wizards exist and dragons and stop trying to. Ra- oh, that. I got it. It's the Quick song. Quick change the subject. Quick, the, quick, the song is called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Still don't think it's We Are the World. Um, it's not. It is not. <laughs> we, we. Uh, is it the Pointer Sisters? No, okay, I don't know. Cool. Maybe I lost what I was going to say again. No, <laughs> I, this is this is very similar to uh, George Lucas trying to explain away the Force. Oh, right. It is a it is a mythical world with this thing, and like you don't have to explain the you know midichlorians and this and that. It just it is. It just is. Stop explaining it. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to make up theories and rationalize it. This is the exact same thing. It's a fucking world where dragons and wands exist. Mm-hmm. Let it be. You know, just but that's let kind of like be. if you follow or have seen anything that J.K. Rowling has tweeted, she people will send things to her and she's like, "Yeah, okay, you guys," <laughs> which is like good for you. Yeah, don't cheapen it. Just like yeah. guys, it's a story guys, and it's just fun. Enjoy and it's, it and stop. I told it to my kids. Right, they went yeah. to sleep. Yeah, shut up. Shut like, your face. I have a lot of money. Now, yeah, like, I don't, I don't care. need to worry about your business anymore. It's always funny with fandoms how people just get so, like, they start diving into it. Like, the fact that and it's like... This and this and this? Like, they in, which is Latin, and they use Latin, and it has a double meaning, which means two, which... Right. right? 
Is that not a hint? Word. It's like, okay, yeah. calm and, down. And then admittedly, I mean, I really despise myself for even thinking this. J.K. Rowling, I don't believe, was a professional writer, <laughs> which I'm going to go ahead and suggest that although she probably did her number of outlines and uh-huh. she might not have been delving into her linguistic I, studies too much. I don't know. I mean, I don't honest. think I know either. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's putting a lot of credit yeah. on something that should just be fun and enjoyable. Like, I, I understand yeah. the idea of, like, following some hidden message and finding the breadcrumbs to stuff. Like, it's pretty enticing and pretty exciting, but it's like, no. That's yeah, not I don't what, know about that. That's not that's not what happened. Yeah, it's like just enjoy uh, yeah. enjoy two minutes of your. If anybody gets anything out of this, enjoy two minutes of your life. I All feel right, like we can please. take it at face value. Like, like we don't let's have just to have do. fun for five minutes. I go into a movie theater, I leave going, ah, it's like ghost people and stuff. <laughs> and then that's my life for the rest. And then I see things. I'm like, oh, it's ghost people. <laughs> and that guy over there is a ghost people. Like here, that for guy instance, over there is a ghost I, people. I saw a guy walking down the street. I don't know, a month ago. He was walking in a way that his legs were circling instead of walking. (laughs) And it was almost like he was putting down the front of his foot at the same time instead of the back of his foot to walk. It was in just a way where you'd look at somebody and go, you you just got here and you're trying to cover that you're an alien. Like, basically, it's men in black. Like it's, yeah, it's, literally. Yeah, yeah it's, it's what like it feels alien, like. Yeah. I'm like, you're not. That's not how people walk. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's close, but that's not. <laughs> I smell this out. And this isn't. Like, I this mean, doesn't it's close. Make sense. Good kudos for trying. Yeah, yeah good you for you. A for effort, but you are definitely something else. I don't know where you're going, right? Or where you're from. Or what you're buying. Right. <laughs> But I want to go to there. But I want. Can you take me with yeah. you? Yeah. I want to see it. I don't know what you're selling, but I'm interested. I will but buy see, it. like that. Like, let's just have fun with that, right? Like, yeah. come on now. Yeah. Like that guy's from a different planet. <laughs> it's official. That guy's from another planet. This just in a new time.com uh, headline. That guy is from a different planet. Yeah, his name's Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Bob. But it's not quite right. Right. Isn't Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Bob. <laughs> oh, weird. Still trying it. It's a nice Still dude. can't get it. Nope. It's a nice dude. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, Justin, do you have any other uh, fun ones? Uh, just no, just <laughs> stupid ones. Uh, Crookshanks is Lily Potter. Yeah, that one is. Oh, man. Hermione's cat is a reincarnation of. It's taking the uh, Hinduism approach to Harry Potter. Not oh. even like, you know, an Animagus, you know, which is basically they can right. transform like Peter Pettigrew. Right. Because I know part of that is that that's the reason why Crookshanks is always chasing the. the, the she was upset that he uh, sold them out. Yeah. yeah. So she's always chasing, you know, the rat, which is actually Peter Pettigrew. So Ron's she knows rat. it. Ron's rat, or, or excuse she, me, Dumbledore's rat. It's a cat, yeah. and there's a rat there. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I mean, no, just put that can't, out there. can't be that. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It's, when would we have seen that before? <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, although, admittedly, again, we go back to like, oh, it's a mermaid. But that cat doesn't have emotions or feelings. <laughs> it's just driven by animal instinct. It's like, it just yeah, wants to fair. kill the rat. Yeah. yeah. Like the owl knows how to deliver packages, but that cat's a real cat. Right. Know, eh, that's not fair. <laughs> Yeah, that's just not. That's cat. just not fair to the cats. <laughs> what magical abilities do you have? I'm oh. a cat. Oh, it's looking its own butt. I guess it is a real cat. <laughs> Touche. I'm going to give you as much attention as I care to give you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, time to go. Stupid cat. So this one, I I didn't understand this one when I read it, and I'm going to read. I'm going to read the headline and the entire. It's a paragraph, but the entire thing, and I want you guys to tell me what you make of this. Is it in, in Portuguese? In, in honest. Yes. <laughs> okay. Go. I can. I know this. I went to school in Portugal. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> Never mind. Donde está la biblioteca? 
Um, wow, he's good. <laughs> La basura is in fuego. This is all Spanish. <laughs> I don't know Portuguese. Well, come on, man. Um, <laughs> come on, I demand man. realism in um, my comedy and <laughs> fantasy. Fanfic. Awesome if I just turned it on and yeah, just started yeah. speaking Portuguese. How did you do that? I don't know if I'd know if it was actually Portuguese. <laughs> like, okay, speaking cool. a gibberish. <laughs> right. Um, Harry Potter, big time. J.K. Rowling is Rita Ske- Skeeter. Skeet. Or Skeeter. Rita Skeet. Skeeter. Skeet, that's what I heard. Yeah, skeet, 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 Skeet. <laughs> A.K.A. the author straightens her hair a lot. I don't know what that means. So let me let me read this to you. <laughs> Doug fell off his chair again. again There's a series real. of uh, leading questions about everyone's favorite uh, unresigned <laughs> animangus. What if Rita uh, Skeeter fled the wizarding world after the Battle of Hogwarts? What if she was exiled for being such a horrible journalist? And what if she decided to write under a pseudonym like someone else we know, wink, wink? What if her topic of choice was the very wizarding world that rejected her? And what if she wrote a seven-part series about a boy wizard that concludes with the very battle she left after? Which I feel like... English-wise, that is not written correctly. Some people very much believe this could be possible. <gasps> well, here's my first uh, rebuttal to that. If it's about, if you are the person who's writing about that, then why would you make a character based on you that's a real piece of shit? Right. Hey. Well, maybe she's having a self-reflective moment, Doug. Well, here's my here's my problem with this: is that <laughs> if we're gonna put this in real life, real times, like I, I don't want to like this world anymore because there's a whole. Right. We, we be I want to be that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, sure, I want to be that. But if you're, this is the one thing I've always had trouble with with like the movies and the books and everything else is like they live in secret. Right. Do we have, do we know why? Somebody must. Because I mean, I think the, they talk I, about. I think it it's just because the Muggles know. couldn't handle it if they but like. The, fuck you! I can't handle this shit. <laughs> I can do what I like. You don't know me, J.K. Rowling. Skeeter. Skeeter? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I like the, it's a whole. It is the ability to solve all of humanity's problems, which admittedly, muggle, muggle wizard, created, yeah. I hate to say it, but the other M word, <laughs> whatever, Ooh. whatever. We'll have to bleep it, that out. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> mud. Dot. 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 <laughs> uh, if if they have the ability, literally, to solve all of the problems that will also kill them. Like, if nuclear disaster happens, the wizards ain't going to be underground. Well, they have anti-radiation if, spells. Well, yeah. I, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I mean, but like... The, the, Expecto nucleonis. <laughs> yeah, it's getting warmer. What are they going to do? I, I, you tell me I they can't conjure up myself. snow? Yeah, I wizarded myself in ice suit. It's like, you can't. That's not a... They're not going to do that. What are you talking about? They have roofie potions. I mean, they can do whatever right. they want. Well, right, you think they can't point. control like, the weather? Well, right. Then... Then why are you in, why are you in secret? Help us help you. That's well, what I'm saying. Like that makes me angry that they would hide. Well, I think it's a lot of like the X Men sort of situation where you know the mo- normal folks can't handle this extra power. Which I mean, so this is an allegory for racism. Yeah, but, it is. But the X Men are actively helping humanity. They're trying to, but a lot right. of them are also in hiding as well because they're rejected. Sure, by the human There's no wizards helping humanity. <laughs> they're just driving cars around in the air. And Not shit. true. Ron's dad. Ron's dad is trying to I super thought, I into thought, it. I thought you were referring to him as Ron's dad. You're like, not true, Ron's dad. Wait, no, no, no. Ron's dad <laughs> is your into it. I'm sorry. Was it not his, Ron? Ron's dad is to, his job at the Ministry of Magic is to cover up 
the mistakes where the magic oh, world. Yeah, yeah. he's like, also into Muggle he, studies. He's into as the well. Muggle studies, right, but he's right. doing it because he if if uh like I think that one of the examples from the book is like a rubber duck comes alive or something, okay. and then he has to like go in and re- remove people's memories okay. and like figure out how to cover their tracks okay. as as a whole community. Like that's 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 sad. That's to a me. shit job. Well, that's a shit job. Yeah. But I mean, it's just the whole idea of like hiding an entire world right. where they could be doing something to help saddens that's me fair. a That's very bit. true, yeah. Does this fan theory, though, to you, like, is this someone saying, like, this is all real? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's the just thing also sure I, cool I neglected was that also, which is stum- dumb about this, is they're like, this is all a real thing, and this is a fictional character but who again, is in real life. How, but again, if it were real, we would not know based off of this. Yeah, that's true. We would be blissfully unaware, just like the Muggles are in the story. I know, but this is also being like, hey, guys, like we can be Jedi if we want to. No, but, no, uh, no. This is different well, than that because we would not know. But I feel like we could also do this to pretty much any story. Like, uh, you know. Uh, Moana? The movie Moana. Uh, the Lava Monster's Real. Right. Wrote a book. Look at look at. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's exactly how it went. And, uh, you know, like Peter Pan was a real guy. Was like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, T- Tibbins, I don't know his name, uh, one of the lost boys left and wrote uh, back and Right. It's real. It's, For real. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's too bad. It's happening. This yeah. is just, it's, it's, this is, I know this is against what we're doing here, gang, but no, this is just makes me sad. No. <laughs> like, I want these people. I just want to hug these people. Like, No, you don't. You want to hug, do. hug the life hug, out of them. I want to hug them so that they get better. <laughs> I want to hug them so hard. Not get. Be. Be better. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug the bad out of you. Yeah, stop it. Stop it right now. Please. That's all I have on. I, I, uh, I, I could not read through any more of these. I got another one that's actually not bad. It's that Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. Why is that not bad? Oh, oh, it's not a bad theory, or it's not, it's not, a, bad, a, bad? not, not a bad theory. All right. What, so why here is we go. that? How do they justify that exactly? So here we go. Uh, so the first step to convincing other Harry Potter fans of the werewolf Draco is to debunk a common assumption, or rather, a common misconception: Draco Malfoy is not a Death Eater. Not once is he shown to have the dark mark with which the Dark Lord brands all his followers, and although he threateningly reveals something on his arm to the shady proprietor at Borgen & Burks, the explicit omission of what this something is indicates that it isn't the first thing to come to mind. No, that was just a lighter burn from his dad. <laughs> Very mean man. A tattoo that says, Yo, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get out of my pub. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that a yin-yang on your arm? <laughs> no, it's a Chinese thing. It means, it, it means strength. No, it doesn't. It means tacos. Uh, that says tacos. That doesn't say <laughs> If Draco wasn't a Death Eater, then what physical marking could have had that? Could he have had that would have scared a hardened proprietor of dark artifacts into doing his bidding? I think the Chinese I mean, thing may, says taco. Well, he might not be. He might not be a werewolf. Maybe it's just like a really hairy birthmark. <laughs> oh God! Does this look cancerous to you? I mean, this looks bad to me. I don't know. In that same interaction with Borgen, Draco even name-drops Fenrir Greyback, a family friend and one of Voldemort's most loyal supporters who happens to be a bloodthirsty werewolf. That's not to say that Draco is proud of his new werewolf status, which would account for his unusually uh, sickly appearance in the Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. More likely, he was bitten by Fenrir under Voldemort's orders as the ultimate form of punishment for Lucius Malfoy's repeated failures. 
Keep in mind that the Elder Malfoy's mishandling of Tonril's diary led to the destruction of one-seventh of Voldemort's very soul, and seems ludicrous that his only punishment at the Dark Lord's hands would be house arrest. Rather than punish Lucius directly and lose his unwavering support, it seems rational that Voldemort would instead inflict a horrible fate on Draco, who was more expendable. I like the word ludicrous in that. <laughs> that's the that's ludicrous about all of this. That, that's the one thing that we're that gonna call. That hippogriff fucking on the level. No, yeah, but for that real. I'll tell you what that not jailing somebody in their own home. That's ludicrous. That's ins- that's insanity. Ugh, get it together, uh, fans Potter of world. <laughs> fans of the films, of course, can easily throw a wrench in this theory by pointing out that on screen Draco does in fact have the dark mark emblazoned on his right inner forearm as he demonstrates the Dumbledore on the astronomy tower. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that person's cheating their own theory. Yeah, that's not fair. Don't backtrack. No. So. Own it. Also, it's Draco. Oh, so. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Draco, my boy. <laughs> Draco, my boy. Draco, my boy. So, yeah, that, that it's, it's fine to some degree, and it's not too out of the woods if you're basically going. Because, again, a lot of this stuff is just taken so literally. Like, again, they're like, well, well, yeah. In the book, we don't really know that he has a dark mark. So, what would freak them out? You know, because whatever. It's, it's, well, I, but the passion is what makes this entertaining to even talk about, right? Yeah. yeah. Is these idiots? And that's not fair. Yeah. These these crazy stupid people. People. <laughs> these imbeciles. <laughs> um, you know, like anybody who's passionate about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know this podcast. Um, <laughs> w- w- like, if you're passionate about anything, it's in- it's interesting to see. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, like, I'll watch this all day long. I'm not gonna know if I'm gonna deal with it well, but <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always appreciate a decent fan theory because there's there's also some fan theories that would be like would make something better, you know, in in a lot of ways. And we covered that in the past too. Is like yeah. you know different things that like people are like oh you know if this actually happened it would be a a better outcome as opposed to you know this stuff that's just insane because people are like it's it's like someone going down a YouTube rabbit hole because they're trying to confirm that the Earth is flat. Right. You know, it's like oh, yeah. which it is, which it is. By the way. Oh um, boy. <laughs> Well, well it's like you the, and your it's like it's like you and your brother <laughs> you're about to sing orange. I was. Uh, it's like you and your brother. So we'll save that for when we get the, our astronomer on to yes. disprove it. Yeah. Because um, I still don't believe it. Yeah. Uh, it was like when you and your brother uh, rethought how uh, episode one, two, and three could have gone. Yeah. Like that was Star, Star made Wars. it Star Wars. Yes, okay. made it. I just want to be clear for my <laughs> sake. Is that what we're talking about? No, it's episode one, two, and three of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are one, two, or three of friends. It's or the one with uh, that king who's a little boy that uh, also serves uh, Carlton. <laughs> right, Fresh yeah, Prince. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah Fresh yeah. Prince of. Uh, uh, yeah, and it had that theme song. It was like three, three ladies, and uh, Michael Jackson. I think had a, a track, and I can't remember what was the name. Oh, do 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 do. Thank you for being a fourth lady in the house. That's how that, that was song it. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, mean, I remember that. I'll, I'll sing the rest later. There you go. Yeah. Don't worry about but it. But it made it made it the story immensely better. Yeah. Like what you guys again, like it was not that well we, that wasn't with George Lucas, because fuck George Lucas on those movies. Yeah. Yours your theory was much better. Thank you. And if you guys want to hear that, please feel free to jump back to one of the first few episodes we did. Yes. Yeah. We talked a lot about that in great great uh, Yeah. It's episode four. I don't know if that's right. I just thought hope. I'd throw one out there Boom. just so that somebody would be could awesome. like. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Like what? What the good? <laughs> he, he's category. He's cataloged our entire. I have. Yeah, he's he I knows. Have. Yeah. Oh, you mean episode thirteen, minute thirteen? <laughs> yeah, you know what happens there. One of you goes. <sighs> so that's <laughs> probably that's Doug. That. I know everything. It's probably me going. Uh. 
Yeah, it's you falling or, off your chair again. Or it's like we have like this incredible glossary or this index of whenever I reference poop, and it's just like basically the whole page, like just pages and pages. Well, now it's two it's, pages. Doug. It's yeah. just every episode. Doug. Every episode. Yeah. It's, it's 148 episodes. And the timestamps yeah. in which it happens. Yeah. It's just like pretty much every episode we reference poop. Right. Taints are up there pretty high too. Taints are up there. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. A lot of lot of poop and tea poop and tea. Oh, at least you guys know what you're good at. Hey, yeah. look, we, we play to our it's our wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, good yeah. for you. Good yeah. for you. Play to our highest intelligence. Yeah. That's what we're talking about passion. <laughs> if you're passionate, guys, what go we're for talking it. about here is passion. All right, whether it be fan theories or poops and taints. Yeah. I love taints. Ooh, <laughs> taints. That's what happens when someone touches his taints. <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong. So, do you what what would what is the out of the ones we've discussed? What is your what's the what what is, the, what is your top one? What's the fan theory that you're like, all right, I can get on board with this. Mm. I like that the Neville was a dumb shit because he was using the wrong wand. I kind of like that one a lot better because it's it's actually more uh, earnest in the sense that Neville loves his parents and he hates what happens to him. So uh-huh. in order to honor them, to use his dad's wand, regardless of if it makes him a fuck up, it has a lot more connection. Because the thing I like about Neville in those books is like he's a pretty tortured soul, but he he carries himself relatively well for being like awkward and yeah. and things like that. And when you find out like what happened to him, you're like, Jesus Christ, like this kid's a this kid's a real trooper for putting up with that sort of stuff and, and coming out the other end better for it. So I really like that one a lot. I think it's got a lot of good I think it, it it's a fun theory that comes from a good place. Yeah. And not over analyzation. That's fair. I, I really like the fan I think my favorite of the ones that we've talked about tonight is the one where um uh Harry and, and uh and, and Neville and Hermione all grow up to be equally hot. <laughs> that was my favorite. Agreed. Yeah, that was one of them, right? Absolutely, uh, that agreed. was one yeah. of them. Okay, yes, yeah. I like. I was going to say I like the uh, Harry hallucinated everything, the Jacob's Ladder scenario, uh-huh. uh, but that is a sadder, darker twist. Yeah. Uh, for a more uh, lighthearted one, I would agree with you, uh, Pat, about the they grow up to I be mean, uh, equally hot. They grow up. Yeah. Actually, I find that one with Harry hallucinating to be very hilarious. Yeah. Even H- though Hararius, Hararius, <laughs> it's Harry's name. It's Hunter, do you think? Do you think he just grabbed like a bunch of like beets and like ginger roots and like made like little like people out? He like car- whittled people out of them, and that's he's got these rotting. I mean, vegetables it, in his stair room. I, I just going back to this theory though, real quick. I'm sorry <laughs> if he's he's hallucinating himself in such grandeur. He's also hallucinating some really terrible stuff. Like yeah. yeah, his best friends are dying, and but he's and coping with this horrible situation. Died. You know. Well, yeah, I guess. I just, I just <laughs> imagine him like obviously going in and out of his you know delusions and like. <laughs> They kick open his door. They're like, "Get up, Harry!" And he's like, "Expecto Patronum." I mean, they just punch him in the stomach. He's like, "Oh!" It falls over. They're like, <laughs> "The uncle's just shut like, up." Ah, oh, Christ! This shit again. Expecto well, Patronum. <laughs> there was one that uh, that the Dursleys were mean to him because he's a oh, Horcrux. Yeah. Right? Yes, like yes, this yes, is, yes. I don't think we talked about it, but I've, yeah. I've heard it in the past. Let's yeah. say. Well, that, so I, I mean, if yes, that's, he was a Horcrux. Well, if that's the so, case, yes. then if we take it into his. Uh, disillusionment with his life it means that even the Dursleys are terrible people yeah and and so what we're now the Dursleys are terrible and the wizarding world that won't reveal themselves to humanity and save them also terrible people so like this is just it's a sad world <laughs> it's a very sad world a sad wait a second world. I just read this here that said Rowling did say that Harry wasn't actually wasn't actually a horcrux what she said this is a quote Voldemort never went through the grotesque process that I imagine creates a horcrux with Harry I suppose it's very close to being a horcrux but Harry did not become an evil object he didn't have <clears throat> curses upon him 
uh, that the other Horcruxes had, he himself was not contaminated by carrying this bit of parasitic soul. I feel like that completely contradicts the end of the series, does it not? Well, he's 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 not a Horcrux in the sense that he's not cursed and doesn't uh, emanate evil. But I thought some of it says he says laughing. He's not a Horcrux. He's just a whore. It's like a whole different books go crazy. He's out turning tricks on the corner. JK, what'd you do? He's just a whore. And Jenny's a whore. Her mind is a whore. <laughs> Learn to love good. She nice. <laughs> also a whore. You want to you want to touch my wand? Yeah. yeah. That's that's what happened to his wand. That's fine. Don't bucks. touch it too much, or I'll expect a patronum all over it. <laughs> oh, grody. <laughs> no, but I feel like he did carry some of his his a it's, piece of him, a soul, it's, a part it's of his soul. Leviosa. <laughs> Sorry. Text over doing spells in a Dude. sexual way. <laughs> Reducto. We can wait if you want. <laughs> Lumos. <laughs> That's me. I'm, you guys can't see this, but I'm touching my nipples. <laughs> he is. That's he really is. That's something. Oh, that was great. Uh, so, so does that not? So I think because <laughs> Go against the end of the book, I I think he's yeah, he's not a full on Horcrux. He's still carrying a piece of Voldemort. So but soul it's so his soul in the sense that obviously it still works, but he's not. Um, I would argue that, uh, if I had to add to this theory, that his mom's magic protected him from being cursed and protected him from uh, being uh, emanating this evil and, and stuff from him. So it still has a part of Voldemort, but it's not. he doesn't become an evil object, as I like how she puts it. Well, I mean, too, I, I think there's also something to be said for uh, 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 Dumbledore doesn't know everything. Yeah. And, like, they make that pretty clear. Like, the beginning of the very first book. Right. Which, admittedly, I just read recently. <laughs> uh, uh, they, McGonagall and, and Dumbledore are standing outside, and they're like, yep, his mom's dead, and that's what it is, and he's going to hopefully live a good life. Like, there's nothing about him being a horcrux, him saving the world, any of that stuff. And then later, they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? In putting this together, I think you might end up being the one that saved the world. It, so, like, there could be, to that theory, some, like, middle ground of, like, they just mm. don't quite know what they're talking about yeah. they're making okay. theories and they're acting on them because that's all they got going for them because it's a war right of the oh, it's a war oh, it's the a, roses the i was thinking of saying world. roses i was like that's not i don't know if it's roses of the world of the world you hear me <laughs> pow the world mickey rooney no no one that was good the race car driver? I don't know what we're talking about, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look. What's I, that from? I aim to please. That was, uh, again, that was Danny Carvey. <laughs> that, oh, was, that was his impression. You got me with your impressionisms. Mickey Rooney. Oh. Yeah. It's a imp- Child actor It's Mickey a guy Rooney. doing an impression of another guy not yep. doing what he really said. God, I don't know why I didn't put that one together. Come on, dum-dum. <laughs> Get Listen, with the it's a program. three ladies. <laughs> they sing a song, and Michael Jackson sings a chorus. I'm pretty sure it's SWV. <laughs> Uh, what's SWB? All right. Is that nothing? Okay, what's SWB? I'll say V. SWV is in oh, Victor. Oh, V. That makes, all the, that makes all the difference. No, none. I'm dating myself. What's I think SWV? SWV? It's a band. It was a, I think it's a band. Did they do the song Poison? No. No, that's oh, Belbib DeVoe. No, that's Bel- I don't know. Who it's in that. Do they do Intergalactic? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Beastie Boys. Song. Yeah, don't, don't take the Beastie Boys in vain. That's not oh. cool. <laughs> is it Basket Case? Oh, yeah. Sure that's... Which says green. Yeah. Uh, oh. Cool. Is it uh, bye bye bye? 
Bye bye, Birdie. Bye bye bye. bye, bye. Oh yeah. There's that and on thing. that note, <laughs> I'll tell you what SWV doesn't stand for. Throw down. That was the worst transition I've ever done. No, that was really throw good. Down. Throw you. down. <laughs> He's got it. I'm on board. <laughs> uh, are you uh, a book guy? You like reading? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the book. Okay. So sometimes. Are you an author guy? <laughs> Show. Well, yeah, hit me with a question, so, and I'll tell you if so I know I what thought, the hell I'm talking about. I thought it would be cool to do... Uh, I was trying to, like, oh, we could do someone from the Harry Potter world. I feel like we've already done a couple of those, and I thought it would be, might be fun to do an author throwdown. So I was going to take uh, J.K. Rowling, okay. and I was going to put her up against Neil Gaiman. Have you okay. read a lot of Neil Gaiman? I have some, yeah. Okay. Then I thought, I don't know if that'd be fair, because, I mean, Gaiman kind of uh, is a broad... Um, body of work and I feel like J.K. Rowling has as deep as it goes it's still just oh Harry you're saying Potter. characters from their universe it's well everything that they I, I, I was trying to figure out how to do it then I thought would it be better to do uh, uh, Stephen King versus Ooh. Uh, Neil Gaiman Ooh. I feel like that might Ooh. be a better one I think it'd be pretty cool if we did like also uh, just because I feel like I'm always going to lean toward J.K. Rowling just because <laughs> she created a, even though he's Neil Gaiman's like spread out across a lot of like different bodies of work she has a very very like condensed deep big world like she's really made a very vivid world that I feel like she could you know, well Neil Gaiman would power. win in that case it's, anyway it's, it's, it's an easy I, one I tend to agree but could, could I put out there maybe uh, Dr. Seuss against um, Raffi from the league no no Raffi <laughs> for like the kids singer <laughs> what like Dr. Seuss like writes kids books and uh-huh. Raffi you guys don't know Raffi who's Raffi I'm so old I love how you're like oh from, the, God, from the league so I was like talking about Jason Manzoukas is that, that Baby Beluga the song Baby Beluga? Shit. Oh, yeah. Baby Beluga, you know I want to do ya. Everything's no, going to be all right. No, this is a kid's song. <laughs> right. Oh, Baby oh, Beluga yeah. in the deep blue sea. Yeah. Swim Won't so you wild, come and so get... Never mind. Oh, never mind. Forget it. I'm going to... Let's talk about Stephen King. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Neil Gaiman for Stephen King. Okay, Okay. Fine. I was going to say, because I, I feel like Neil Gaiman would beat J.K. Rowling, Sandman, end of story, game over. Uh, I don't know, man. The Wizards... The Endless surpassed the Wizards, so that's game over. I think you're being too flippant about it. No, I think I'm right. So I this is this is why I hate, this is Doug argues like this, and I fucking loathe. Well, how I mean, he it's argues. a good way to argue. Uh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. He takes the Trumperian approach. Yeah, fuck you then. Well, okay. I feel like I have to explain myself because I said Sandman. I feel like that does it. You know, right? Again, the, problem, the Trumperian approach. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, we're doing know. comic books too, not just not oh, just novels. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not to mention you got American it's a graphic Gods. Novel. You know, it's a that graphic, book is a graphic tripe. What? American Gods is the worst. What? Oh, I hate that book. No. So much. I'm sorry. I know. We might I've have just, to do Pat versus Doug. I've just totally, I've totally ostracized, ostracized myself from anybody. Who loves oh. that stuff? But like, I can't. Well, it's been a pleasure being that, your friend. Yeah, I, I know, suppose. Right? That book bothers me because we are it, the it, world. Well, it's, it's a sin. We are the world. I still think no, that's that's not it. That's not what it is. Um, it, it's like the the. I can't, I can't even wrap my brain around how much I don't like that book. Uh, it's, is it because that guy gets swallowed up in a woman's vagina right away in the book? No. That's okay. That wasn't even the part. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, it probably colored the problem, but <laughs> it wasn't what it was. It's like, you know, that, that whole book is gods disappear, but they don't. And they sell each other out and wear pawns of them. And, I mean, it's very much what we think of as Greek and Roman, mm-hmm. sometimes Norse mythology. Um, and I get that. And I understand what is happening it's just a long journey to get to just nothing. 
They, we I, learn I will, I will about say. all these gods, and we learn about all these things. And we're like, oh, I get it. It's also really it's written in a pretentious way in the sense of like, I'm not going to tell you what god it is, but I'm going to lead you to 17 gods that it could be, so that when you read it, you think you're smarter. That's what Neil Gaiman did with that book. And that, that bothered the crap out of me. The ending was pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, we're going to go on this journey. We're going to have five journeys. We're going to sit in a house. We're going to sit in a winter house. We're going to sit in a winter summer house. Then we're going to go back, and we're going to go more in this car for a little while. Then we're going to fly across the country. Then Mr. TV is going to kick our ass. And then we're going to uh, – uh, it's over. Yeah. I was like, why is this – why did I do this? Yeah. I got I, – it took me a while to get through that book anyways because I was getting frustrated by the whole God thing anyways. But, like, oy. Neverwhere, though, that's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> he, Neil, Neil Gaiman did a good job on that one. Good. Is that, good you, know. you know that one? I'm familiar with it. I haven't read yeah, it, though. It's good. You yeah. should try it. It's, it's a good nice. One. So, Stephen King versus Neil okay, Gaiman. Okay, fine. Uh, I think Stephen King, personally, because I think he knows how to kill a guy. <laughs> he knows how to kill a guy? Yeah, he knows how to kill a guy. Okay. That's all, it's everything he writes. He kills a guy in something. Uh, again, I kind of I'm leaning. I mean, there's there's definitely mystical things that happen in in both worlds that they create. But I, again, when you've got the endless at your fingertips with these incredible powers, you I feel think like, you don't think Roland could take down the endless a little bit? I don't think he could take down death. J.K. Rowling can't take down death. No, she can't take down death either. She did it like nine times against no. Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Mm-mm. I mean, well, Dumbledore is death. That is true. That's based off one of the fan theory. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, that yeah, one. Dumbledore been. is death, and she killed him off. So there you go. She oh. Down. Did he die or did he just go home? Ooh. Think about. He it. went back to Neil Gaiman's world and, and became. <laughs> yeah. It's a shared u- guys. It's a shared universe. That's what it is. Yes, it's a shared universe. All books are connected. <laughs> There we go. This is amazing to me. <laughs> Guys, we found it. So, well, again, so I, I feel like Neil Gaiman, again, I, I feel like it, almost the endless is is an unfair advantage. But, I mean, you do have, like, put Pennywise in there. Mm-hmm. Put some of his put some of his more fucked up. You the know, gunslinger. How about that? Yeah, that's what he's saying when he's talking about Roland. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But the that's thing a, is, well, like, I didn't know his name. Sorry, I just know him as the gunslinger. Oh, that's why you thought Ro- Jake. I got. Yeah, you. I think you're yeah. saying J.K. Rowling because that's what we've been talking about this whole time. Oh, I've no, that's on me. I'm just I'm just messing around. No, that's um, my fault. I so I haven't read a lot of Stephen King, so I don't. Know. I haven't either. Well, all I gotta okay. say is well, that up top. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all, all these creatures sleep. Dream is in charge of their dreams. End of story. Pennywise sleeps. Yeah, he, oh, fuck. he sleeps for twenty-seven years at a time. I thought he was what? just putting him medically into his coma. Mm-mm. He eats a lot for a year, and then he goes to sleep. Oh, that is on me then. He uh, loses like my uncle. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what your uncle preys on children, then sleeps for twenty-seven. He years? just eats a lot and then sleeps a lot. <laughs> Thanksgiving's kind of this thing. And he yeah. likes balloons. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? My uncle, right? He runs around yelling, honka, honka, and then he just sort of like yeah. creeps people out. He had a, a brief career as a clown. Yeah, his name's, uh, my uncle's name is I- Ichabod Timpson. <laughs> it. And we call him it. Um, it's a long journey, just like the, a Neil Gaiman book. Uh, I mean, there are gods and stuff in... in Stephen King's universe, but they don't. We don't see them really act much. They just kind of are behind the scenes. Okay. So, um, I, I just think like obviously you have the endless and things like that. Not to say that you know Sandman is fallible and he can be damaged. Uh, through he can be some, damaged. He can be manipulated. He can, he can be, be tricked. Yeah. But I also look which at, again know, Pennywise. He's a trickster. Yeah, but he's sleeping he most of the time. And I mean, what if he catches him in that one year, man? <laughs> he plays on dreams' biggest fears. True. Well, but there's right. uh, like John Coffey, I think, is one of Stephen King's characters from oh, yeah. Green Mile, mm-hmm. right? He's got and he like takes away the pain and spits out bees. 
<laughs> like, exactly right. right. Yeah, that's a useful guy to have. That's around. a guy. I mean, he's huge, right? Yeah, I mean, he's huge. Andy MCD. Du- Andy Dufresne broke out of Shawshank Prison. You know? Right. Yeah. That, oh, know. is that Stephen King too? Yeah. Oh, crawl right. Crawl through two miles. Okay, I guess of shit. I do know some Stephen King, but only via movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you've yeah. seen his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like a guy, and he's an archaeologist. The sh- right. The Shinning. Goes around and he lifts a, a statue, and then a boulder comes. That's <laughs> yeah. Stephen King, right? Steven That's Spielberg. It. You're close. Oh, yeah. 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 It's close. All right, cool. So it's a, there's like a, it's a shark, mm-hmm. and then like it comes in and eats a town. Right. And that's, they need that's a bigger the Meg. boat. That's, yeah, that's the new movie called The Meg. That's kind of what I'm thinking of. No, that's not the one. Yeah. So real quick, we'll know. Neil Gaiman for the win? Yes. Neil Gaiman for the win. Do you agree well, with this? I mean, sure. That's no, I don't. I think I, I think Neil Gaiman's the pain in the butts. I love his comic books. I think he's an amazing writer. Yeah, he's the pain I'm, in gonna, the I'm still going with Stephen King. I think he'd kill anybody. So you think Stephen King kills? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sorry, Douglas. I don't care for a guy who has never read Stephen King. That's a pretty. Bold I mean, statement. that's that's what I'm saying. I've, I've read a. If how about that? I've read a ton of Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And I've only read a handful, if not any, I love Stephen King. Like, and Stephen I King still go with Stephen King. I like you've read a handful, if not any, Stephen <laughs> if King. If not any. Like anything that was like, I read the uh, the the Tower, the Black Tower. <laughs> the Dark Tower. The dark, dark Tower yeah. in comic book form. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, But that's like the only thing I've read from Stephen King. Because <laughs> honestly, I'm a little worried about getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> I read with the lights on. So he scares me, so he wins. <laughs> I... <laughs> I would have to say, just based off of the endless, I feel again it's an unfair advantage, but I feel like that does give him an advantage. Mm-hmm. I right. would say Neil Gaiman for the win. I'm Neil sorry. Gaiman for no, the that's win. okay. It's a two to one. We've already You're established wrong. for well, I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. So Neil Gaiman for the win. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Pat, thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you for having me, guys. This, this is, is fun. So much fun. You're such a you're such a lovely human being, and I appreciate you be, taking the time to be here. Thanks, man. I got one more pretzel bite over there. Woo! We'll Woo! get in on this. Go get it. Uh, Pat, is there any way? Do you want to share any uh, anything that you've been working on, or any way people can reach out to you or contact you? Uh, or do you recommend anything? Or you know, anything you're, you're the pretzel bites are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, let's see. I um, the easiest thing to do right now is if you go on to the YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm, yeah. I have a group. My sketch group is called Kerpatty, K E R P A T T Y. Okay. And we have a few travel videos up on YouTube yes. that are super fun. Uh, we did it. One of them hit the front page of Reddit. Nice. Sure enough. And it we got. I want to say it quarter of a million hits in a day nice. and it hasn't yeah. really done anything since but <laughs> that one was really but that fun. was a and great we've, day we've shot a few more and and i need to edit them and yeah. get them up but that's that's probably my what i'm most passionate about right nice. now nice uh you can find me on the internet at uh pat uh dwyer was because <laughs> i tried to get pat dwyer.com and it was taken nice so. pat. pat dwyer was taken.com i like it you yeah. should have gone pat dwyer.pat Oh, damn it. Pat Dwyer. Pat Dwyer. <laughs> Pat. Oh, boy. I My th- nose is bleeding. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, I feel like this is just your, it's it's just your Liam Neeson fanboy page, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's really Pat good. PatDwyerWasTaken.com. He's really mm. good. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I just, he's so good. He's good, he's man. He's so good, so good at what he does. Sexy um, voice. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I usually run my, I, I do professional speaking sometimes, and I'll do motivational speaking sometimes. Uh, you might have noticed I'm a little bit more chipper than most people. <laughs> <laughs> I like to look at the bright side of life. Anyways, nice. uh, the PatDwyer.com, or PatDwyerWasTaken.com awesome. uh, is part of that. So. Nice. Cool. Uh, Justin, anything to recommend? Uh, yeah, I would highly, strongly recommend this song. Oh, that's the one! 
This is the one! What is this called? And for the we love are of God? not licensing this at all. <laughs> it's called Right Here by SWV. Ow! That was the. <laughs> Listen to that Yarr. song later, you guys. Goodness gracious. I'm so glad we could find that. Good job. Justin is known as Tank from The Matrix. He can find anything you need on the internet. Oh, wow. That's what he's Thank good you, for. Tank. Well, I All just right. typed in SWV Michael Jackson and it came right That's, up. Oh, so okay. So I got it right. I just didn't. This is the exact song I was thinking Yeah, of. you're welcome. I mean, this, I, I, mean, this is I worked real hard. The only one that's like a. Nice. And then wait, where is. Here we Yeah. Here comes Michael Jackson. Somewhere. Here we you hear him in oh, the background? Yeah, that was that's the thing it. I was trying to do earlier yeah. that I didn't nail. I got you. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Nice. Uh, besides that, nope. Cool. Uh, I would say uh, check out How Did This Get Made because Justin and I went and got to see them that's live. That's right. We were on the show. Yeah, I don't know if we are on the show. But no, we were technically, we, we, I whistled uh, loud. Uh, yeah. If you guys aren't familiar, yeah, like they need our promotion. But they're a great podcast with Paul Shear, Jason Manzukas, and June Diane Rayfield. One of they, my absolute favorite podcasts. They do a great job. They make fun of shitty movies, and it's really a lot of fun. We were really thrilled to see them in Chicago. Uh, for you know Hurricane what I will Heist. recommend? I will recommend watching Hurricane Heist because uh, you can now rent it. Yeah, we And could. we had to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, in order to watch it before the showing. Doug so. now owns it. <laughs> a movie a, called Hurricane Heist. You yeah, got it, man. It is. I bet I know what that's about. It's something special. Let me <laughs> you tell you. Steal that hurricane. <laughs> you gotta steal that hurricane. The boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. Also, be sure to check out Elephant and Castle on all social medias. Their wonderful place at 185 North Wabash. And Justin exists in the digital realm. Yeah, that's right. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, and Spotify. On Spotify. You can subscribe to us. You can review us and let people know what they're uh, getting into, which is a... They're getting into a good time is what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. And uh, share us around, too, because sharing is caring, and we love to be passed around like a cheap party favor. Tuesday.com slash mindgap and Tuesday.com slash the best bar podcast ever is the other podcast I do every Monday with Milo Stavanovich, uh, and uh, it's a good time. Yeah. So, guys, thank you again, Pat, for being here. Thank you all for listening. Justin, thank you. Doug, thank you for wearing your Nike-branded shirt. Oh, thank you. It wicks away the sweat off my nipples. Have a great week, y'all. Mind Gap Podcast.